Hey guys, what's up? Scott Johnson here. It is Diary of a Cartoonist. I'm on my porch. <clears throat> it is, uh, what is it today? I don't have my watch. Uh, <coughs> the third, the fourth, I don't know, whatever it is. It's August. We are at roughly, where I live, the peak of the heat of summer. It's about as hot as it gets and about as hot as it stays before the summer ends. We have days of 103, well, anywhere between 98 and 103. And uh, I know there are places like, geez, that airplane's flying low. Uh, there are places in Arizona that would laugh at me and say, that's like a spring breeze there, son. And I would say, yeah, I know. You guys live on the surface of the freaking red planet. Oh, down there. I don't know how you guys do anything and survive, but whatever. I guess you just buy all our water. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Just kidding. Anyway, I have a lot of friends in Arizona. This is totally me joking around. Have you noticed during the pandemic it's harder to joke around without people either taking what you're saying too personally or taking it too far or any of those sorts of things. Have you noticed this? Because I've noticed this. And uh, it bums me out because I'm not, I'm not saying I, you know, people should want to hurt each other's feelings, but I don't know. We just got to take it down a notch. I'm just as oversensitive as anybody else, so I guess I'm kind of talking about me here as well. Had a few moments in the last couple of weeks where I was just hair trigger. Somebody just said the wrong thing and set me off. Which I don't really do that much. I'm not known for that. I don't think anyway. My kids would tell you, they always say this, so I assume it's true. That when they were growing up, when they were little, um, the only time they were ever scared of me is what if I got mad. And it wasn't because I got mad all the time. It's because I rarely got mad. So because it was such a rare occurrence, they just weren't used to it. They were used to Kim maybe getting after him because, you know, she's the mom. She's with him all day. I was at work all day, that sort of thing. But when I'd get mad, they knew it was serious, and they were, like, just, you know, freaked out by me. Even though I would never hurt him or just no corporal punishment in this house, that sort of stuff. I never knew any of that. But all it took was low voice, tall guy, dad to look like he was upset. And they were just like, oh my gosh, we're in trouble now. So it kind of worked to my advantage. But uh, so now, you know, <laughs> I don't think of myself this way. People see me. I've, I've been told this, okay? They see me and they go, oh, six foot four, big, tall guy, uh, low voice he's scared, you know, <clears throat> automatic intimidation, which I find hilarious because I feel like the least intimidating person ever at all times. I am, you know, when I go into a room and even though physically the truth is I'm the tallest person there, oftentimes, I don't think of it that way. I, I, I think of, I think all the things that anybody who's self-conscious about themselves thinks about. Do I look funny? Are they looking at me? Am I going to make an idiot out of myself? Blah, 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 right? So, 
it makes me wonder how many times I've seen somebody and just based purely on their physical stature or lack thereof or any of those things that, I, that those judgments are just too easy to make because you just don't know. You don't know what's in people's brains and they're just like us, they're just like me. There's no extra, there's no special breed of t- tough guy because you're tall. If anything, like the old phrase goes, the harder we fall, or wait, how's that work? The bigger they are, the harder they fall? Or is it the taller they are, the harder? It should be the taller they are, they, they hard. The taller they are, the harder they fall. Because the physics of it is, you know, a greater distance from where you were standing until your head hits the floor. That's going to create the harder hit, not the, not the bigness of your head. Although, I guess both things could work to your disadvantage at the same time. And I do have a big, dumb head. And I do have height, so I guess the bigger and taller they are, the harder they fall. But usually we're referring to like a business or something, right? So like the bigger the business, if they fail, the bigger the failure. I wonder if that would ever apply to a mall store that sells big, only big and tall clothes. So you could say the bigger and taller they are, <laughs> the harder they fall. And you're literally talking about the big and tall. My gosh, what is that? Rainer. Is that a bird? Okay. That was really weird. Something scurried out of the bushes over here to my over my shoulder and the dog barked at whatever it is. I think it was a bird, but I'm not sure. So we've had a rash of well, I don't know if you call it a rash. Well, yeah, sure. A rash of raccoon sightings where I live. Specifically here in the uh, area known as West or South Jordan, rather. It's a suburb of Salt Lake City. Uh, could one day get... Well, it's a city, I guess. It's incorporated. But we don't really think of it that way. But anyway, uh, my brother-in-law found two raccoons trying to get into his roof or something. So they had to catch them turns out if you have if you call animal control they're not going to come catch them they'll only come out and help you out if you've caught them so let's say and it could be by natural means so let's say you've got a raccoon stuck in a garbage bin that's basically catching it so they would come out and take care of that but if it's just running free and is currently you know rummaging around in your house or something animal control doesn't come do that which I thought was kind of funny, or kind of odd, because it just seems like, I don't know, what is animal... It sounds like if, if animal control doesn't come out and control an animal, then what are they just animal pickup. That's all they are. Whatever. I don't understand enough of it to say. But he had two of them. He caught them in some sort of cage. I don't know what he used for bait. Probably garbage. <laughs> and, uh, and they took them... I guess they have to take raccoons if they're going to release them into the wild. They don't just kill them. Uh, which is good, I guess, I would say. Um, they take them out, but they have to take them out within like 50 miles of where you are or else they can pick up on the scent and come back. Like they're that good at that or something, they said. So I don't know where those two raccoons ended up. But anyway, then yesterday there was another story about somebody finding one in, the, in a garbage can in a park over here. So point is there are raccoons in the West Jordan, or excuse me, South Jordan area. 
very possible I just witnessed one scurrying out of the bushes and didn't know it. One wonders, you know. Anyway, it's all good now. Dog's not barking. Everything's fine. I haven't been bitten. There's no rabies. What else, what else can you ask for, really, in this life? <clears throat> anyway, a lot going on. Trying to keep our heads up and all this stuff. I hope you guys are doing okay out there. Um, Utah's having a little bit of a struggle with the COVID-19 at the moment. I don't know where we are on, uh, ranked in terms of spikes or whatever or upticks in different states, but we're up there and um, bums me out because me and those around me have tried really hard to hunker down the best we can. And uh, I don't know, just Kim was just saying that she's got this she's got this intuition that says there's a not necessarily a second wave of the virus because we're already kind of in the first wave, but a second wave of the lockdown coming. She really feels strongly about it, so she's been stocking up on some basics and stuff to make sure things are good and that we're not contributing to the problem when that happens or if it happens. I hope she's wrong. And some people talking about upticks in other countries, not upticks, but like resurgences. But then you find out it's very small. I mean, there's it's bad still that they can it can have flare-ups, but it's nothing like we're having. Like we can pretend all day that we don't have it as bad as somewhere else, but we are just we are just telling ourselves a story when we do that, closing our eyes like a little kid. If he closes his eyes, he can't see it. Oh my gosh! I heard it again. Rainer? I bet I can get her to howl. Let's try it. (laughs) She heard me. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. COVID-19. We're in it, baby. It's the world we live in. Rainer, calm yourself. Put a cork in it. Oh my gosh, dude. She knows I'm out here and it's driving her crazy. Um, Sorry, I was was in the middle of a thought and I lost track of it. That's what's fun about this show. I don't have to plan. I don't have to think too hard. I don't have to write too much. I don't remember. Um... I am a little overwhelmed with some uh, stuff in my brain lately because that motorcycle was loud. Uh, We're going to... I have to make a decision on something in the next couple of days that I'm not looking forward to. It's not that drastic, but it's one that's going to just be weird. So So I'm trying to deal with that, figure that out. Keeping busy with everything else. Trying to keep the lights on. Listeners happy, keep readers happy in a time where nobody's happy, <laughs> you know. At least it feels like that. But I hope you and your families are okay. We heard, I keep hearing from people here and there, uh, 
you know, that a family member or somebody caught the virus and either really struggled with it. In a few cases, there's been deaths and the families of some of the listeners, and that really bums me out. I mean, it's impossible to not know somebody, right, who's been affected unless you're really working hard not to know anyone, I guess. But given... Um, given the number of people who listen to anything I do it's it's easy to bump into it a little too often and it's really really depressing I feel so bad for everybody affected by it and there's not a lot you can do with the anger that comes from it because what are you going to do you know like I was thinking the other day what if you know I got a, a something in the mailbox and I go out and open the mailbox and the, the mailman has it didn't know it put it on the mailbox itself I touched the mailbox uh, forgot to wash my hands, uh, touch my eye or something. Boom, you know. And who can I be, be mad at? It's not even like he may have even been wearing a mask. I've been, I may have been wearing a mask. It's kind of morbid. I don't like thinking about it. <sighs> But today, I restarted my diet that made me lose 25 pounds right before all of this. And then all of this made me grumpy and ate a lot of carbs. And I got to stop doing that. So I'm back on the wagon as of today. And uh, hardcore tracking everything I eat and cutting way back on carbs and overall caloric intake. Although enough to be healthy, of course. But not overdoing it. I'm going to be strict as crap. I'm going to do just like last time. I'm going to lose that 25 that I put right back on and then work on the other 25 I'd like to lose, get myself down to my perfect weight, and I will be very happy if I can do that. I'm sick of not doing that. I just felt a really strong motivating force this morning that just said, look, you're you're not. None of this is helped by bad behavior. bad eating, bad whatever, those choices need to be better, and I can make them, and I can channel my frustration or stress or anxieties in other pursuits, and I can deal with them that way, so that is what I'm going to do, and I say all this knowing that I could in three months totally screw it up again, but I'm going to try really hard this time. I know I can do it. I did it for three months. I did it from October to, to January last year. Completely kicked it. Knocked it out of the park. Super happy with how it went. I just want to do that again. And then keep it going. It's all about keeping it going. It's about maintaining once you're there, right? Because everybody plateaus. We all hit whatever we're going to hit. None of us are getting any younger. We can all lament the fact that when we were 22, we could eat whatever we wanted every day, all day, and it wouldn't matter. But I'm not that. I'm not 22 anymore. Not physically. Emotionally, sometimes I feel like I am. But, uh, you know. It's not like I can go. It's not like I can change that. I can't change that. My metabolic systems are what they are today. And it's my job to harness them and hold them at bay. Lest I continue to fatten up like a plump boy.
which I don't want to do because let me tell you something that's another problem with being six foot four. Sometimes when you're six four, it is very easy to hide the fact that you have been eating, making bad eating choices and getting and gaining weight where you shouldn't because you're all stretched out. And it doesn't show up on me the way it does maybe other people who are shorter than me. So uh, it just, you know, I'm less... The, the visual motiv- motivator isn't as there as much. And I don't grow out of my clothes very quickly. Um, you do here and there, but, you know, it's just not as much. So before you know it, you're entering real bad territory, and you're like, well, I don't even... And no one even notices. They're like, you know, you're not fat. What are you worried about? You're a fan. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Take a half a foot off of me, and I'm having trouble getting through the turnstile of life, you know? So I just think it's important that I face it for what it is, tackle it the best I can tackle it, try to create some parity with who I am versus who I want to be, quit letting the state of the world get under my skin to the point that it just causes me to stress eat. Because at one point in my life, there was a big switch went off and I don't know, I couldn't even tell you when it was. I I think it was about four or five years ago. But up until then, my whole life, when I was a kid, even if I had stress at all, my inclination was to not eat. I would stop eating and I would, you know, skip meals and eat very sparingly during times of stress. And that was just always the way. So, so if you knew, if you saw me five years ago, you'd go, whoa, freaking skinny as a rail, that guy. That's because I, again, I starved my stress. I didn't eat my stress. Something changed about four years ago or so where I flipped. I flipped over. And now I absolutely eat my stress. If I'm super stressed or feeling depressed or something, I'll, I'll down a whole freaking pizza, dude, all on my own. Not some personal pan-style one either. I mean, like a big old freaking monster pie wheel pizza and I'll eat it I'll kill that thing and I could eat you know like right now I could eat like two double quarter pounders of cheese if they were in front of me whereas you know the rest most of my life before that I would never feel that way if I was feeling stressed out due to something like COVID-19 I would be like I can't eat. How can anyone eat at a time like this? That would, that was kind of my mode. I'm not now. It's the complete opposite. I don't know what that, why that changed, what that is. Was philo- uh, a physiological switch that went off? Was it a, was it a mental one? Was it, I don't know what it was. I don't have a term for it. I just know like a little toggle switch. It was just like, oh, it's over here and now it's over there. Seemingly overnight. I don't, I don't remember. There was no like ease into it. It was just one day I ate less, and the next day I started eating more, and I just kind of kept going. I still have a pretty good metabolism, so it's not like I got huge, huge, huge or anything. But I'm about 50 pounds more than I want to be. So, yeah, the goal is to get there. Even 30, 30 would be great. My wife would probably tell you 30 is where I should be, and that should be all I do. 
My doctor would probably say the same thing, but I want to go a little below that. I want to get in better shape. I want to be able to lift my own weight again. <laughs> you know, a pull-up would be nice. Oh, remember those? Remember when you could just do a pull-up and it was like nothing because you're just, you didn't hardly weigh anything, so you just lifted yourself up. Big deal, no big deal. Now? Oh, man. Probably tear my arms off. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, well, we've had some good times here together today. Uh, I need to run and get ready for another show this afternoon. And I hope you're still enjoying the the, uh, diary, despite it's sort of... uh, arbitrary release dates um i would really like to get it into a better place but it's really one of those things that where where the time and the mood strikes me and that's what happened today but but look for more there'll always be more it's not going anywhere it's certainly not ending anytime soon anyway have a fantastic day week month whatever time line you're in And I'll talk to you on the other side. Oh, if you have any questions, send them to me. Scott at frogpants.com. Happy to answer. We'll see you then.